Jesus uses parables to help us understand. He uses eternal parables. And so do our saints. Our saint today, St. Gregory uh, the Great, and he is really great. I'm really digging his um, readings today in the Magnificat. If you don't subscribe to that, I highly encourage that because it has, has um, the readings every day and also has a little meditation. And I want to read to you some of the things that St. Gregory the Great says um, to us in light of his teaching. He's called a great um, because he is far past most saints. So when we hear of a saint named so-and-so the great, our ears should perk up and sing, I should really take what they take very seriously. Uh, This is a a section he has called Made New by Penance and Love. And I want to unpack this a little bit for us because I think it's relevant to, to where all of us are at. He writes, that is St. Gregory the Great, he says, Our Lord and Redeemer entered the world and gave the world new teachings. So if you've been, ever felt, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, it's because you're living in the old way, like the ways of the world. And, and it says, Jesus offered the contrast of his new way of life to our old one, which was nurtured by vices. Again, vices are the opposite of virtues. Uh, vices are things that are vicious, that actually make us feel less than human. He said, what did our old and carnal nature know? How to do except to hang on to its own belongings, to seize if it could what belonged to someone else, and to covet what it could not seize. So I don't know if you know anybody who's in the healthcare field. I know a lot of us here do, or are in the healthcare field. And this is what Gregory the Great tells us. He says, our physician, so one of the images of Jesus is divine physician, because 21% of, his, of the Gospels are filled with his healings. It says, our physician brought from heaven remedies for every single moral fault. Every single moral fault. He said, the medical art cures fevers with cold compression and chills by applying heat. So similarly, Jesus as divine physician prescribes qualities to our sins. Now, I want you just to think about yourself for a second here, not anybody else, because that's not a good thing to do. It's just too easy to do. But if you struggle with lack of discipline, Jesus cure is self-restraint. If you struggle with being stingy, Jesus' quality or virtue group is cure is generosity. If you get irritated easily, Jesus' cure is gentleness. If you struggle with being proud, thinking you're better than other people, Jesus' cure is humility. Gregory encouraged us, he says, let us listen to Christ's words. He says, those who would come after me must renounce themselves or deny themselves. This is the reason why Christianity uh, is so troublesome for those who look from the outside and think we should be acting differently. is because most Christians have never denied themselves anything. He says, he tells us that we must renounce ourselves. So this is a must. There are certain things that are musts in the Gospels. It says, some may find it difficult to abandon their possessions. So I can't have my cell phone these days or I can't have, um, I can't have the nice clothes or whatever because really it's all God's. But it is extremely difficult, Gregory says, for us to abandon ourselves. Renouncing what we have is not so much. Renouncing what we are amounts to a great deal. And it's interesting for those who have renounced themselves, they don't announce themselves. This is my commentary right now. Often when I meet people and they, sometimes they claim to me their wounds, um, sometimes people will tell me their sexual orientation and I have no idea who they are. 
They're announcing. They're not renouncing. They're announcing. But it points to a deeper thing, that something that Jesus wants to cure. So even think of yourselves when you come and talk to other people. What are you announcing? And is there an invitation to renounce that? Because if we are... If we have renounced ourselves, we should go to people over and tell them and announce our identity. Say, I'm, I'm a beloved son of God. I'm a beloved daughter of God, right? And he later goes on to give us another image, um, Gregory does. He says, talking about gardening, so maybe you've gardened before. He's, he says, we transplant, se- transplant seedlings to help them grow. And so we can say that we uproot them in order to make them increase. So he says, seeds disappear. This is your, your life and my life. We disappear, and the seed disappears when we put them in the earth. That's putting to, putting to death our earthly desires and living with our eyes raised to heaven, living for God. And so we, we plant them in spring, and they spring up to renew their kind. So when you die to self, life comes into you and also comes into other people. And it says, it seems as what they were doing is being lost. So many people say, oh my gosh, you're a Christian. Oh my gosh, you're a Catholic. Like, what are you doing? But he says, it's not how they receive the ability to become what they were not. It's how they become the ability to give the grace to become the saint that Christ created them to be. One other image I'd maybe give you is the image of caterpillars. And caterpillars are often used for Christians when we're living in the, in the ways of the world. We're moving so slowly we're not renouncing ourselves, and we're just carrying this dead weight around. But then eventually, what does a caterpillar have to do to become what it's created to be? It has to cocoon itself, right? It has to die to self. It has to cocoon itself. And then what does it do? It becomes a butterfly, and it's able to fly and show the world the beauty of its true purpose. So I don't know what image speaks to you the most in this particular reflection today, but maybe it's the medical art. Maybe you're asked to put yourself on the medical table and ask Jesus to do work on you and to heal what's broken in you. Maybe you're asked to put yourself in the hand of God, that seed, put it in the hand of God and say, plant me wherever you want me to go and to know it's going to be beautiful, but it doesn't mean it's always going to be easy because I have to renounce myself, right? Or maybe you're just feeling sluggish and you're not getting to where you need to be. You're kind of like that caterpillar and the Lord is saying, I want you to know how beautiful you are. To not carry that weight of the world. That's meant to be put on the cross. I was meant to carry that. So you can be free in me. Whatever may be standing out to you, let's encourage you to enter into dialogue with Jesus, to talk to him about that. Am I renouncing myself? Am I living in the ways of the world or the ways of God? Are my eyes looking down at the world? Am I looking up towards heaven? Or... Are you, Jesus, asking me to place myself with full confidence into your hand and to plant something new in my life so I can regrow, but I have to disappear for a while? Or am I just sluggish, needing rejuvenation, needing renewal? If Jesus wants anything, he wants your heart more than what you do. Because you get to receive his heart in the Eucharist today that new seed, that grain of wheat that falls from the ground. But if it dies, it produces much fruit, right? Each day we should die a little bit to self in order for Christ to live in us. Take a moment of silence to thank Pope St. Gregory the Great for his beautiful teaching. And we ask the Lord to help us heal.
to help us die to self and to help us renounce the world so we can live for him and him alone. Amen.